We're back at J. Tom Lawler Rink, last regular season game of the season for Merrimack and Northeastern, and we are all tied up 0-0 after two periods of play. This is Mike Mackling alongside John Leahy. Mike McMahon joins us here for the second intermission from the MacReport.com, also College Hockey News, the Eagle Tribune, uh, College Hockey Insider, NeutralZone.net. Uh, and uh, it's been a while since we talked to you, Mike, but no better time than now to talk with you. We're just talking off the air. Uh, assuming that that main BU result holds up and with Maine leading 5 nothing, it looks like that will be the case. Uh, all other games have gone final tonight, including uh, Lowell defeating UNH, uh, Boston College defeating UMass, and UConn defeating Vermont. And so it means that it's pretty cut and dried now with regard to this game tonight, uh, what it means for both Merrimack and Northeastern. So why don't we talk about that? First of all, for Merrimack, of course, they could win the game and get three points. They could win the game, uh, win the game outright in re regulation. They could win the game in the three-on-three overtime and get two points, or in a shootout and get two points that way. They could uh, lose a three-on-three overtime or lose a shootout and get one point, or they could lose in regulation and get no points. So tell us what happens in all of those scenarios, and then we'll talk about it for Northeastern. First, before, before I say anything, I will say that I've done more math this week than I have in a long time. And if there's any kids listening, I know my youngest son, Owen, is listening, and I want to tell him specifically, you need math. You're going to need math. Uh, so it has become pretty cut and dry with the results that have happened. I mean, there were, I think I laid out seven different scenarios earlier this week on the Mac report. None of them apply. Uh, this is one that I missed. But it, it, it becomes pretty simple. If they win the game in regulation, they're, they're finishing in third place. If they lose the game in regulation, they're finishing in sixth place. And by the way, I should just be clear, we're talking about the seed for the tournament. Yes. There could be a tie. So in other words, if there's two teams that tie for third, they both can say we have a share of third place. But then somebody's got to be third seed in the tournament. Somebody's got to be fourth, and that's what we're talking about. Yep. So if they if they were to win in regulation tonight, they finish in third place. They finish in third place because Lowell ends up as the second place team. Northeastern and Merrimack would be tied with 44 points at that point. Both of those teams are winless against UMass, who would be at first. The tiebreaker then goes to who has the best record against the second place team. And what breaks it in favor of the Warriors is that that sweep of Lowell back in January. So a win in regulation, Merrimack is third and hosting a quarter final game. Any result in overtime, Merrimack is four. So it's, it's still game, hosting a quarterfinal. And still hosting a quarterfinal game. Doesn't matter if they win or lose in overtime at that point, they're in fourth place. All they need is a point. As soon as the game goes to OT, they're in fourth. That can't change. If they lose in regulation, they'll end up in sixth, and they'll host a first-round game on Wednesday. Against Maine. Against Maine. Yeah, against Maine. So a home playoff game is going to happen regardless. It's just a question now of whether it's the quarterfinals uh, or the first round, because I, I, they cannot finish in fifth, which would be a first-round bye with a road game in the quarterfinals. Yeah. All right, so that's Merrimack. Now how about Northeastern? Uh, Northeastern still has a chance now. We know if they win this game, they will finish their first outright. Yes. Uh, they will they will win the regular season title outright, but they can still uh, gain a share of the regular season title by just getting two out of the three points in this game. They're guaranteed a top three finish. Uh, obviously, if they win in regulation, they end up in first. Uh, if they win in overtime, the overtime could mean something to them. I didn't run that tiebreaker upstairs, but they could finish with 46 points along with UMass and UMass Lowell. I don't know who wins that three-way tiebreaker. I'd have to look. Uh, that's not one that I ran. But um, if they were to lose in regulation, Regulation, they will end up in uh, 
in fourth, I believe. So they're, the three-way tie, the three-way tiebreaker had breaks up between UMass Lowell and Northeastern breaks out this way. UMass one, UMass Lowell two, Northeastern okay. three. So that's what would happen. So basically, for UMass, uh, for Northeastern, it looks like a regulation win, and they finish first. Uh, anything outside of a regulation win, they're going to finish either third or fourth, depending upon whether they they get the two points uh, or or they lose a regulation. If they lose the game, they're fourth, right? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. So there you go. So, <laughs> all right. Yes, because yes, Merrimack would be third in that scenario. All right, can we dispense with the math now? All right, let's talk about hockey, okay? Uh, first of all, you look at last night's game. I thought Northeastern dominated every area of the game, really. And uh, tonight, a different story. I mean, it's been very close, very tight, which I think is what we expected from both games going in. But uh, first of all, if you're Scott Bork, the Merrimack head coach, you got to be happy with your team's response. And in this game tonight, a tie game at the end of two periods of play, but, you know, you're, you wanted your team to play better than they did last night, and they have so far. I thought they did a much better job in the second period of getting traffic in front of the net. I mean, I, I've said this, uh, I know I've written this, and I've said it in, in interviews as well, uh, I think Devin Levy's the best goalie in the country. Not just the best goalie in the league, he's the best goalie in the country. Uh, I know there'll, there'll be a debate about the Mike Richter Award in a couple of weeks, and a lot of guys have a similar save percentage, but he's made like 300 more saves. He's the, he's the best one. Uh, so if you're going to beat that guy, uh, you're not going to do it if he sees a you're just not. So the only way I think that you get goals against a guy like that is to make sure you get traveling in front of the net. I didn't think he did a very good job at all of doing that last night. They didn't get pucks to the net, let alone bodies to the net. Uh, much better job tonight, particularly in the second period, I thought, of getting bodies there and creating some havoc. There was even some pucks that uh, that went over him and, and up into the netting where he didn't react. So you, you knew he didn't see the puck because he didn't know that it was deflected and went into the netting. So I think they're doing a better job of getting traffic, which is the only way you beat a guy that, that, that's that good. How about for Northeast? They win the game last night 6-1. Tonight they have a chance to win the regular season title. They're in a real dogfight here, 0-0 at the end of two periods of play. But they had to expect a a better response from Merrimack tonight. I think they battled. I think, you know, they've done whatever has has been required of them to keep keep the puck out of their own net, trying to make plays on the offensive end. Merrimack's just played better than they did last night. Absolutely. Which I think you kind of expected. Like, I, I... The way, the, the way Merrimack has played in the second half, I wouldn't have expected them to put together uh, two poor efforts in a row. We just haven't seen that from this team in a while, really. Uh, yeah, in the second half, they've only lost three games, and each time that they've lost a the game, they've come back and, and played well and won the next game. And, and I think put some wins together both times. So uh, it hasn't been a thing that they've had to worry about. Even just a lopsided score like that is not something they've, they've had very much of since the beginning of January, really since the middle of December, since uh, probably that, that Thanksgiving weekend where they had that loss to you where you felt like, okay, that, that's a team they probably should have beat. So uh, I, I think from a Northeastern standpoint, uh, this this has got to be what they expected. I mean, the game kind of takes shape differently here. We talk about that all the time, and it, it's a dogfight. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of hand-to-hand combat. There's bodies everywhere. It's a much more physical game, and uh, this is kind of, you know, this is what I think teams live for, though. It's you got one team playing for first place. you got one team playing for a bye. It's the last period of a weekend. Uh, I mean, this is this is why you play college hockey. This is fun. Merrimack wins this game. Uh, you mentioned before they'll finish third. That would be the highest they've ever finished. They've never finished higher than fourth, and that was only once 11 years ago. I, I wrote earlier this week, and I, I mean it. I think you can make the argument that this is the second or best, second or third best team they've ever had. Yeah, the team that, that team, the team won level. The team that went 18, 12, and 7 and was number one in the polls uh, that year. 
year, you know, in, in uh, late November, early December. I mean, I think we knew at that point, you know, they had won a lot of easier games early in the season, and we knew it was, it was going to be tough. If I remember right, they only won nine games the rest of the year. I think they were 9-1 at that point. They ended up 18-12-7 and one of the last teams to miss the tournament. They were the last team, I think, to miss the tournament by a couple of RPI points, but they were they were under 500 after the yeah. after they ended up as the number one team in the country that year. This team has been, it's almost been the opposite. I mean, Merrimack didn't play particularly well out of the gates. They played okay in October and November, but we knew they had a really tough schedule in October and November. I think that's one of the things we talked about, uh, particularly with the league schedule. I mean, they had BU right at the beginning, UMass right at the beginning. They had a lot of the teams, with the exception of Northeastern, a lot of the teams that are going to finish at the top of the standings, Merrimack played all those teams in the first half of the schedule. So, uh, I think we kind of knew if they could survive those first couple of months, they might have a chance to go on a little bit of a run. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, if you told me at the beginning of the year, hey, this team was going to have 18, we'll see what happens tonight, maybe 19 wins in the regular season, I would have told you not yet. They're not there yet. But but they put it together, and uh, they should be commended for that. A lot of it has been, uh, they've been able to score all year, where I think they've really improved these last two months, has been keeping the puck out of their hand. Uh, so we only got a couple minutes left with your mic here. Uh, we'll have a playoff game we know coming up at some point, so we'll talk to you again then. But quickly, both these clubs, preview them going into the playoffs. We know, you know, both Northeastern already, we know it's going to host a quarterfinal game. Uh, maybe, maybe be the top seed overall. Um, you know, Merrimack has a chance to do that, or they will end up hosting a first round game. Uh, let's talk about Northeastern first. I think they're one of the most dangerous teams in the tournament, and they're one of the most dangerous teams in the tournament. Cause I think they, they might be playing their best hockey. You know, take the Vermont game away. They yeah. might be playing their best hockey right now. Agreed, yeah. And, and I think the reason why they're the most dangerous team is they have the most dangerous goalie. I mean, I think that we've seen it happen a million times. You can have a goal, especially in a single elimination format. I mean, there's not going to be playoff series. If he gets hot for three games in a row, they're hockey champions. I mean, that, that's that's literally how it, how easy it can be, uh, especially with the single elimination. And, and as we know, he's that good. <laughs> so, uh, I, I think that's what it comes down to there. They've struggled at times to put the puck in the net uh, a little bit. I mean, they've got some guys that have been scored. Don't get me wrong. Aiden McDonough is one of the best goal scorers in the country. But as a team, they've kind of been hot and cold as far as goals scored go. But again, like sometimes you only need two if, if you know your goal is only giving up one. And how about for Merrimack? It looks like either they, they're six that they lose tonight. And in other words, they'll host Maine on Wednesday. If they win, uh, looks like they'll end up third and host, I guess, you know, whoever ends up the sixth team. It could end up being UConn, I suppose, if, if all of the favorites win. Um, that's pretty much what it looks like, right? Third or, or fourth, in which case they could end up hosting BU in the, in the uh, quarterfinal game. Um, well, your thoughts on what, you know, how the playoffs shape up, I guess, for Merrimack now? Well, you want to be at home, and, and I think you're guaranteed to be at home at some point, obviously. But if you can get home, if you can have a home game in the quarterfinals, I think that gives you a leg up on, on ending up at the Garden in the semifinals. Honestly, I mean, I, especially this team. You know, Merrimack has a, an above 500 record on the road. Or after last night, it might be exactly 500. I don't remember if they were one or two games above. Um, but they're pretty good team on the road. They're well above 500 at home. Most teams are like that. Uh, so I think if, ideally, if you end up with at least a point here and you can get yourself into third or fourth. I don't really care who you're hosting. I think if you are just hosting that game here, we know the environment's going to be crazy. It is tonight. It's like a playoff game here already. Uh, I, I think that, that puts them in good shape. All right, thanks, Mike. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you again soon. I guess uh, there'll be at least there'll be one home playoff game, and uh, either it'll be Wednesday or Saturday. We'll talk to you then. Sounds good. I'll be here. <laughs> All right, Mike McMahon, our guest here from the MacReport.com and many other sources. Uh, the score here at the end of two periods. No score, Northeastern and Merrimack. We'll be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey. Thank you.